colleagues and friends, Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant. Y'all know we love talking about therapy intensives here at Zero Disturbance. I've been talking about it for years. Uh, we have our intensive design kit available now um, for all therapists, and I have just been um, getting so many questions from people about how to do intensives, not just the clinical piece, but just kind of the logistical piece and the practice design piece. And it's been so much fun for me to support people that way. And if you are somebody who has maybe been thinking about implementing intensives, you've heard about them, um, you want to see how different people are setting it up, today's episode is going to be a fantastic episode for you. Now, I am going to be spotlighting two guests today, Christy Pearl and Jennifer Jenkins Boynton, both in Virginia, and both of these ladies have their own private practices as EMDR therapists and are also offering EMDR consultation groups that are focused on EMDR intensives, right? This is a very high value offering. So they'll be offering that in 2022. And I wanted to have them on to talk about kind of their journey in terms of their their why. Why did you set up EMDR intensives? What was that process like for you? What did you learn? What would you tell yourself now that you're at the other side? What would you tell yourself when you were kind of at the beginning? Um, and they're both just very uh, clinically creative. They're both fantastic entrepreneurs, very successful people. So I hope you find a lot of benefit from listening to our conversation today. So (laughs) I am here hanging out with two people that I get to talk to quite often, (laughs) uh, both in the consultation program with me this year. And I've really come to uh, know you guys, trust you guys, love you guys, just really think so highly of you. And I was so excited to learn that you love doing EMDR intensives and you are going to be offering these uh, EMDR consult groups focusing on EMDR intensives. I was like so excited Mm -hmm. to hear about that. So of course, wanted to have you guys come on and let people know that. Um, And so we'll be talking about that today. Do you want to introduce yourself and kind of let people know who you are or where you are <laughs> before we start talking. Yes. Sure. Go ahead, Jennifer. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, I'm, uh, I'm Jennifer Jenkins Boytnot. I am a licensed professional counselor, um, EM, certified EMDR therapist and EMDRIA approved consultant. Um, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. And I have two businesses. Um, I have my private practice, Seaglass LLC, and then I have my new business baby, um, my consulting and training practice, um, Simply Rewire EMDR Training and Consulting. That's a cool name. I love the name. Oh, thank you. Very cool. Awesome. Glad you're here. Christy, tell us a little bit about you before we start yes. talking. 
Awesome. Hi, I'm Christy Pearl, um, and I'm also in Virginia. I'm, I'm a little ways down the road from Jennifer, so it just kind of worked out that we're geographically pretty close together. But I, I just recently came back to Virginia after living in Massachusetts for almost 30 years. So I actually practice in Massachusetts and in Virginia. Um, I'm also a certified EMDR therapist. Um, I'm a consultant in training, so I'm, I'm working towards being a an approved consultant. And I am, Jennifer and I are, are birthing our business babies at the same time. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have my, my clinical practice and um, where I historically have worked with, you know, people with complex relational trauma, um, adult children of alcoholics, um, and other types of dysfunctional family dynamics. And now I am shifting gears and I am focusing on building this consultation program uh, that I'm gonna be offering. I'm so excited um, and I'm just so excited to be here. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm so glad we're hanging out. I think we were, we were talking before I started recording that we're going to try our best to like, you know, <laughs> not start cracking up and <laughs> we're, we're used to talking a lot, I think really casually, but um, it'll, it'll be fun to do this today. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that folks can maybe get a sense of kind of like your journey around um, kind of maybe why you started doing intensives, how it's been for you. And then um you know, I, I think we get a lot of questions around like, you know, how do I start? What does it have to look like? And I think that there's no answer in terms of like a one size fits all. So I think people get a lot of value about hearing different people's experiences as clinicians about like the why and like what it looked like for them. So I'm curious if y'all would want to share that for people to kind of hear different examples. Maybe we'll start with you, Jennifer. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, let's see. So I started my, um, my private practice, Sea Glass in 2019. Um, and early, I started in the, in the summer, fall, um, of that year. And I think it was at, in the spring of that year, I went to a training, um, with Katie O'Shea on the early childhood trauma protocol. And she talked a lot at that training about, um, how she does intensives and which is very different than how I do intensives, but I just, I loved how she talked about it. And I've heard a little bit about intensive sessions, um, before that. And I like the idea. Um, but that just kind of really planted the seed for me that that was something that I wanted to work toward doing. Um, and so at that point in time, in like spring 2019, it was like, okay, well, you can do intensives after you're in your own practice, after you drop insurance, after all these like long lists of things happened, mm-hmm. um, that it was this really like kind of like long-term goal. Um, and then, so once I got into, got things going in my private practice in 2019, at the end of 2019, um, then it was originally my goal for 2020 to, <laughs> that's funny, right? Goals for 2020. Oh, um, goals, <laughs> but it was my goal for 2020 to, um, to completely drop insurance and to be able to move into doing intensives. Um, and that, um, you know, pandemic kind of turned that on its head. Um, so then through, um, and I think it was also early 2020, um, maybe like early on in the pandemic, um, that I found Cambria, 
um, which I, I think it was probably on like a, I don't know, some rabbit hole on the Facebook scrolling somewhere um, that I found your video. And um, I think it was like one of the ones that you did for like free EMDR resources for therapists. And um, I watched it and I just started, I just absolutely loved your energy. And I started, uh, started, you know, researching you on the internet and I was like, Oh, all these things that this lady does in her practice. Like, this is what I want to grow my practice into. This is amazing. Um, and so through, so I kind of wasn't really thinking about intensives at that point. Um, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to get to know you. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm so glad you reached out too, because, you know, I have to say, Jennifer, I've worked with you for a while now, um, even before the consultation program, just kind of more in regular yeah. groups. And I've always appreciated your, um, like your teaching ability in our consultation groups, you know, I kind of, I kind of oftentimes think of you as like a co-teacher in those groups being responsive oh, you. about uh, their clinical questions or cl- clinical reasoning skills. Um, yeah. But also really kind of, um, you know, the practice building pieces. I feel, I, I, I quickly noticed that you were, um, really responsive and able to give them some really great advice and, and really advice that I wasn't able to give, especially around like insurance and kind of early practice building things. You have a lot of, um, expertise there. So it was, it was a mutual for us to connect. Yeah. And that's, I absolutely love that piece of, um, I guess that piece of consultation. Um, (laughs) and I feel like I, one of the things that I, um, like learned very quickly with EMDR when I would like start to connect with other people um, about, you know, especially people who, who had clinical questions or like people who were more newly trained than I was um, at the beginning was just like, I love talking about EMDR and I just really like helping people figure out, um, you know, how to, they feel like with there's so much with EMDR to learn and as a clinician, like figuring out how to implement it, that at least so many people get so overwhelmed. I was definitely overwhelmed at the beginning too. Um, and so I get, I mean, I think everybody is, this is like <laughs> a rule. You have to be overwhelmed at the beginning. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, I really like being able, I get really excited about see it, helping people see like, Oh no, it's not that complicated. Like here, let me help you. Like, this is the answer. Do it this way. Um, or, or don't do it that way. Do it this other way. (laughs) Um, yes, I love, um, that's just kind of how my brain works. Like I, I simplify things. Um, that's how I understand them. Um, which is what it's been for like EMDR. It's like, okay, I had to simplify all the content into what made sense to me with building my own business and, um, helping other people. Um, I've done a lot of consultation with other therapists, mostly local therapists, um, who kind of did the similar path of like, they were in a group practice and they left and wanted to go solo and, um, you know, giving them some guidance on what to do, what not to do. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I, I get really excited talking to people about all of those things. Well, I, th- I think one of the most fun parts about being like a really um, relatable, empathic teacher 
is when we can just say like, yeah, I did that. And it totally blew up in my face and it was the wrong thing to do. And like maybe mm-hmm. steer clear of that. Right. Um, yeah. so, so I've appreciated that, you know, getting to know you, you have both kind of these like success stories. You have these things of like, don't do that. I mean, you're, you're just very transparent, um, mm-hmm. about that with our, with our community of consultations that we have. Um, yeah. and I'm remembering, and when you started to launch your intensives, I'm remembering how surprised you were at how much demand <laughs> there was. Like I can remember your. No, I got shocked. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about why that that surprised you? I, I just like it was some so. Oh my gosh, it was like so. I had it in my head for so long that like the only way to do intensives was to not take insurance. And that there, there was no way to do it together. Um, and then as, as we started doing more consultation together and I started learning more and more about intensives and how to actually do them, I was like, well, if there's anyone who can figure out how to make it work with insurance, that would be me. Um, because I feel like I, <laughs> not that I enjoy insurance, but, um, I have just, I've, I feel like I've encountered so many different insurance uh, issues and problems and situations over the years and like just had to figure out how to resolve it. Um, I was like, okay, there, there has to be a way. Um, so I figured out how to kind of blend it with insurance. Um, and so I, I just was surprised. I didn't expect that people who could use their insurance for a regular session, um, and do EMDR in a regular session. Um, I was just surprised that they wanted to pay extra, <laughs> honestly. Um, I wasn't surprised that they liked the format. I mean, that I think has, as soon as I started talking to people about it, it seems like a no brainer. Um, everybody I've done an intensive with has loved, every client I've done an intensive with has loved the format and preferred it. Um, so that didn't surprise me as much of just like, and I guess they go hand in hand, but, um, yeah, I just, I really expected, especially like we were still in a pandemic, like I not all, you know, I just like, didn't, I don't know. I just didn't think people would be willing to sign up and pay extra money. <laughs> I, I've noticed in my practice, just, um, you know, people aren't, haven't been able to go anywhere and like we've, people have all bought stuff for, I think for their house. Cause we're just in our houses, but like, there's no there's a lot of vacations happening or traveling happening. Sure. For part. We've had these moments of that, but I've noticed that a lot of clients have said to me, well, yeah, I want this intensive. I want to feel better. Cause I'm just stuck with yeah. myself. Like I can't totally. go anywhere, right. To escape myself. And so if I can't go to Disneyland, I want to clear out my trauma or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Well, it's been so much fun to see your practice, um, kind of explode with intensive work. And I, I'm oh curious if you, yeah. if you kind of had to go back to yourself, um, before you started to be in this model, is there something that you would tell yourself or something that you would say to yourself that would feel helpful? This is just thinking about people watching who are, <laughs> you know, starting intensives or thinking about getting some consultation with intensives. Yeah. Um, I think, my, uh, I would, my advice to my, my former self would just be to, um, like to, to get out of my own way because I get a little tunnel vision sometimes about like how to do something. And that once I decide like, it's going to be a certain way. Um, I, I sometimes 
don't zoom out and see that there are other other avenues to reach the same goal. And so um, I think that would be my advice to myself would just be to like, take a moment, like pause, zoom out, figure out what is it that you want to act like, what's the goal? If the goal is to be able to start offering incentives, then, um, you know, what are, what are the various different ways that you can start to do that? Um, because that was, that was, um, the other biggest hurdle for me was like, and I, I, I've heard this a lot already. I'm sure Cambry, you've heard this a ton of times of like, well, how am I going to fit it in? Like, I don't know how to fit it in. Like I'm already busy. I'm already tired. I'm already overbooked. I already don't have openings. How am I going to fit in longer (laughs) sessions? Mm -hmm. And, um, so like, there was like all these things that were like in the way, but they're not, they weren't really in the way. It was just like, how do you start experimenting to, um, just do it a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you know, all or nothing, but just to start to play with it and see where does it fit? Where does it, uh, where can I shift things around where, you know, I have a person on my schedule or can I move them to, to give myself a chunk of time, um, to give myself that flexibility to, to try it out. Yes. Yes. That's, that's huge. That is a question I hear a lot. And I'm glad that you, that you brought that up. Um, cause you know, I don't know a lot of therapists right now that are like, Oh, I have so much space on my calendar. <laughs> yeah. Let's squeeze something. Yeah. In there, right? yeah. And, and once I start, I started really small. I started doing like 90 minute sessions with like a handful of existing clients that we were already doing EMDR. And that was like, that was like the gateway. <laughs> that was like the window. And then I, as soon as I saw how much better 90 minutes felt, I was like, oh, okay. If 90 minutes feels this good, then what can I do with two hours or three hours um, of time? And, and, were and you then just in person, I think you were doing a mix, right? A mix of those. I have done all my extended sessions I've done in person, um, which at this at the point earlier this time I started doing doing the like early summer 2020 I mean not 2020 geez 2021 um we are now at the end of 2021 <laughs> it just kind of all feels the same it is, um like, it is the same <laughs> right this is going in circles um so at that particular point in time mm-hmm. in Virginia things were COVID wise things were pretty good so I started doing, I really prefer doing EMDR in person than virtually. I've done plenty of it virtually at this point, but, um, so I started to experiment with the longer sessions and experiment in person at the same time. Wow. I think once we put on that, like hat of like, I'm an experimenter, I'm an innovator and it kind of becomes part of, it starts to feel a little bit less scary. Like it's like, it doesn't sound as much like this is just normal. And I think COVID has pushed us to do that in a lot of ways that I don't like, but it feels really good to be able to control like when I can experiment, like, Oh, I'm choosing to have longer sessions and I'm choosing, right. So there's some agency there. Yeah, totally. That's great. Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, I, I am, I am so glad that you started to do, do that offering for your current clients. And I'm imagining that you also have gotten interest from new clients that you've never worked with before. And oh, yes. as well. 
Yeah. So that was like, that was kind of like phase one of the experiment was like, try out longer sessions with people that I already know. Um, and that I already know (laughs) that I already do EMDR with. Um, and then as I think that was one of the pieces that was kind of scary to me at the beginning too, was like this idea of doing intensive EMDR work with somebody that I don't really have any clinical history with. Um, that seemed intimidating to me at the beginning. Um, so my first part of the experiment was try it out, try longer sessions with people that I'm familiar with working with. And then what I did is I dropped one insurance, um, in July. And then that, a a couple of clients that I wrapped up with for that purpose, that cleared some space. And so then I was really intentional about clearing some space. And then that's where I started the experiment of, I'm only going to take new clients for intensives. And so at this point, um, so that was like July, August, September, um, where that was kind of like getting itself sorted out. Um, and then I was like, I can then barely fit all the intensives in, um, for like October and November. Um, and yeah, and and so it just, it's been like, I really thought when I started doing that, um, that like, okay, well I'll have these intensive clients from like September to December. And then in January, I'll have new intensive clients. So, um, you know, once I, I'll like, hopefully I'll be able to like fill that by then. And it ended up like, I have a wait list that I thought would be filled for January. I don't even know when that's going to be available. Um, and now like I started talking to some of my current clients who are doing regular weekly sessions or bi-weekly sessions. And, um, the people I haven't talked to everybody about it so far, but the people that I have discussed shifting into the intensive model with, um, like I got great feedback and interest from them too. And so it's like, there's zero shortage of, there's zero shortage of clients. Therapists sometimes always like worry that there's not enough clients. Like there's zero shortage of clients. Um, and there's also, there's also no shortage of intensive clients, which is like, I, I wouldn't have thought that I would be telling you that six months ago. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, thank you for articulating that because I think it's one thing for me to like have been saying that, like screaming it from the rooftop. Yes, you have no one to refer to, please. You know, and I think people are slowly like catching on to that and, and believing that's true. Um, and it'll be interesting to see kind of what the demand is, you know, down the road, but for now, like this definitely feels, um, important. So I'm, I'm so glad that you're offering that. I'm so glad that you're talking about it. I'm so excited that you are, um, someone that I like trust clinically trust as a teacher, who's going to be offering this, um, you know, guidance for other EMDR clinicians. And um, we can kind of loop back to that in a second, but I wanted to, mm-hmm. to hop over and, and chat with Christy for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Christy, what do you want to share with folks about your intensive journey um, mm-hmm. in terms of like the why? And um, I definitely want folks to understand also kind of like where you've landed, because one thing that I really uh, respect and appreciate about you is that you have been like, laser focused, crystal clear about your branding. I kind of think of you as like a, like a branding guru. (laughs) (laughs) 
like, like Christy's emailing me, like, did you see this new branding thing from Donald? Like she's just like in the branding community. And I, and I really love, um, and we can kind of get to this later. I'm jumping ahead, but, but I, but I really love that you have taken this intensive idea for EMDR and applied it to a niche that a is, you know, needed and also like just feels better for you as the clinician, right? Like one thing I really love is when people make business choices and clinical choices that obviously consider the client, but also like we have to be considered or otherwise it's not going to last. Right. So, so if you could (laughs) share that, I would love folks to learn that about you. Yeah. I mean, So kind of like Jennifer, I heard about intensives maybe a few years ago that, you know, had that seed and, and, um, had planned on going to a training on it and it got postponed at one point because of COVID. So then of course, you know, we're all working, you know, long hours during COVID and, and at at a certain point, you know, I, I really was burned out. I mean, at one point during COVID, Mm -hmm. I, I self-administered the secondary traumatic stress scale. I I gave it to my, like, I took it one day myself and I scored in the severe range. And that was like red flag for me that, you know, I, I had historically worked almost exclusively with you know, clients with complex trauma. Um, It was really heavy. Obviously, it was heavy for all of us during COVID. But it was really getting to the point where it was taking a toll. And I was really burned out. Um, And I, I knew, you know, something had to change. And so in the meantime, I had attended the training that I was supposed to attend the the previous year was offered online. um, And this was like, right, when COVID was starting. So it was, um, you know, just such a, a godsend really that I had this new information. Cause I, I, when I heard about intensives, I was like, I, I, I need that in my life. <laughs> you know, I just was so excited about it because I think it just, it challenges the the status quo and i think that that's mm-hmm. you know it's what i'm interested in doing like i want to help move therapy forward but do it in a way that is is just meaningful and intentional and there you know i think the research is showing us there's just no reason why we have to walk around suffering for years when we have this amazing modality that we practice and, and it can help people now. And I think, you know, like Jennifer, people want that. I mean, if I had had, I mean, I wish I had had that myself years ago, I would have, I would have signed up for intensive. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I would have said like, yeah, where, tell me where to be. I'm going to, I'm there. Um, So, you know, it's just, I get really excited about being able to offer that to people. So I I did a training and it was fantastic. It kind of helped me get a little bit of a framework for what intensives could look like. And then, you know, there were some parts of it that just didn't fit with me. It, It just, there were some pieces that just didn't feel right to me. And so then I found your material and... I, you know, I bought that intensive kit. I went through that and I thought, okay, now, now <laughs> this is what I've been looking for. So I kind of have taken some pieces from, you know, 
all of the trainings that I've had and also just, you know, bring myself to it. And um, that's what I'm offering now. And it's just, it's, it's incredible to be able to offer that. So I've been doing intensives for um, almost a year now. And the funny thing is, you know, Jennifer has done with a lot of her existing clients, I've done no intensives with my existing client, like my pre-intensive caseload, it was all new people. Um, I've worked intensively with my, like, I'm kind of, I'm like, come on, everybody, come on over. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. We're not doing the hour long (laughs) thing anymore. (laughs) It's just, it, it, it doesn't work. I think if, if I were to say to, you know, anybody watching or listening to this podcast, I would say, once you try a longer session, you will never go back. Because I think that, you know, that is what I was feeling was how unsatisfying it felt to have to close stuff down right when you're getting to like something important and to send that person off for another week. I, that just, I was just like, this makes no sense. And, and now that I know there's this other option out there, why aren't we all doing that? Um, we need more flexibility. We need some other option and not just for clients, but like you said, for me, because I honestly was, I'm done. I, I, I I'm done <laughs> with, yeah. with the hour weekly plodding along. I, you know, I needed it too. And so it gave me the chance to kind of schedule things in a way that it gives me more time because I, you know, like Canberra, you have in, in a lot of your messaging, like full is no longer the goal. And, and that I, (laughs) full feels bad and it full felt really bad to me in 2020. And so, you know, 2021 has been, I, I'm, I'm no longer full and I'm really happy about that. (laughs) Yes. Things we've never heard as therapists before, right? That should be like the the full episode. I mean, yeah. Hashtag not full. Right. (laughs) I mean, honestly, Christy, one of the things I've always appreciated about you since I've been able to work with you in the consultation program is that you are just like such an honest, straightforward person. And part of what makes you so um, relatable and connectable is that you're just like, this is, this is my journey, not just with my business, but like emotionally. And I have to tell you that, um, you know, doing these um, kind of one-on-one check-ins with people, my consultees, I would say that like maybe 75% are just like, uh, I'm, I'm fried. Like I'm beyond fried. And so I appreciate you naming what we've all been experiencing really for the last almost two years. Um, and what I love that you did is that you even took it a step further. Right. And, and you made this, this brand or this niche around how you might use the intensive model for like a certain, um, content area that even, even feels like enlivening for Mm -hmm. you. Would, would you share that with us? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, you know, had always worked with people with, I mean, we all work with people with complex trauma. If you're an EMDR therapist, you're, you're working with mostly people with complex trauma. We all know it's never just a car accident. So, (laughs) so, you know, that was my expertise. That was my 
you know, my specialty that was, and, you know, it was just to be really transparent. It was my own lift experience as well. You know, I have my own trauma journey. And, and so that, you know, was, was my experience that was kind of, you know, my caseload, if you will. Um, And, you know, just, again, it, it was getting to be, I won't say too much or kind of, I mean, it's, it's always satisfying when you're helping somebody heal, but I just wanted something new and something different. I was sort of looking for, I wanted to, to, instead of working with people to go from negative to neutral, I really wanted to pivot and help people go from neutral to positive. And that is probably a different client that's that's a client who maybe has done some work already who's maybe at a different point in their recovery journey Mm -hmm. who is ready to to go okay I've kind of I've kind of dealt with this stuff I've I've resolved you know some pieces of my past but now what so I really wanted to get into the now what with people like now that you're sort of at maybe, you know, an integration phase of trauma recovery, or you, you know, you've reconciled some things, you're coming to terms with some things. Now what? Let's take you from good to great. And so now that's sort of what I think about is how can we help you go from good to great? Like you're good, you're good, you know, you're, you're doing your thing, you're living your life, you're, you're better than you used to be and you understand yourself in a lot of ways. But now let's go from that into who do you really want to be? Mm-hmm. What can you be? Let's mm-hmm. let's look ahead. And so wow. I I just I felt like for me as a therapist, that was well, as first me as a person, like I, I had walked that journey. Like I'm, I've gone down that road myself and I wanted to help others. Cause you've been there. I love that you have that authenticity to know it. Yeah. And I wanted to help other people do that. I, there's, there's nothing that, that gets me jazzed up more than watching somebody succeed. Mm -hmm. I really love seeing people succeed and, and really find not, not find, but, but kind of reclaim um, who they really are without all the, the, the baggage, the garbage, the trauma. (laughs) And so that is what I'm really excited about now is really helping people go from good to great. It kind of gives me chills um, because, you know, I'm I'm listening to and I'm thinking of all the clients that I've seen, you know, the complex trauma, relational trauma clients who come in and they we're we're clearing these targets of trauma out. And we, and we do have to say goodbye in this kind of, well, your, your, your set is zero, you're at neutral. Right. And then I noticed myself kind of sending them off to another coach or another therapist to do the work that you're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, like when someone recovers from like sexual trauma and they're more at neutral now in their body, it's like, how do they actually develop a sexual identity or how do they actually develop the career now that they've overcome the trigger at work? It's like, I don't get to see that part. Yeah. And so I think it's really cool that you're like, I want to see that part because that part enlivens me as a person. Right. And gives me energy. And I really, really believe that people in the EMGR community are going to be catching on to this. I mean, we already know that like um, we have, you know, sports coaches and other types of people doing performance enhancement with EMGR. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I just, I love that you're offering this to people in an intensive format. I think that's really cool because it's serving them and it's serving you like everyone's mm-hmm. a winner there. 
Right. And I think we do people a disservice. And I think we perpetuate that pathological model if we're always focused on the the just the trauma and not that other piece. And really, you can conceptualize anything in terms of a performance enhancement. We can we can resolve a trauma target from a kind of enhancement kind of perspective. I mean, I think you, both of you do this. I mean, we've, we've talked about it um, together, you know, kind of starting with that future template, starting with how do you, we know how you have felt, but how do you want to feel? And yes, it's important. You, you, you know, we have to do the, the work to resolve the, the things that, that, you know, were painful to us, but I think it really, sells us short as people if we don't pay just as much, if not more attention to, okay, you know, let's find those golden nuggets in you. Like, you know, where, where are those, those, where's that treasure in you that, that, you know, maybe has been buried or maybe you forgot about it, but it's in there. Yes. As I'm listening yeah. to you, I'm realizing too, that this, this essence, this, that you're, ta- that you're describing the spirit you're describing is actually really kind of the way that all three of us do work clinically mm-hmm. when it comes to resourcing and phase yeah. two and treatment planning. Um, and I think, I think it's going to be so cool for you to have that balance, right. And to bring that balance to, to clients of like, you know, we're not just focusing on trauma. We always resource, we always look at the adaptive. We always look at, like you called it the gold nuggets. Um, and, I know that both of you as teachers, I know you've been doing like workshops in Virginia for intensives and you're kind of in demand that way for people in consultation. Um, I, you know, I know that your teaching style, right. That you, that you bring that spirit in your teaching style of like, you know, what do you want to learn? Like you're so learner centered. So um, I was wondering if we could talk a little bit about kind of why you're excited uh, to teach in these uh, group um, uh, consult groups for EMGR that are intensive focus. Like I, I, I just want people to kind of get a sense of what lights you up there so they can, if they wanted to, you know, reach out to you and work with you, they could do that. Jennifer, you want to go? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thinking about yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say was, <laughs> about yours, Christy, um, was that I, I feel like, I feel like, um, you know, everything that you were just describing about, um, you know, how you, how, how you want to take your clients clinically from, from neutral to great or from good to great or okay to great. I feel like that is like, that comes across it with your consultation too, because that's such a, like, it's, it just is such a, um, it's such a match on both sides for you. Um, because I think that's what we're, that's what we're doing. And when we're like, it's, we're bringing people from like, okay, you, you have your own business or you want to have your own business. You're doing EMDR in your private practice. Like, that's great things are going well, you're full, even though full doesn't feel good. But like, that's like the definition of what success that we've been taught is, is that like, okay, if you go into private practice and you fill your schedule and you're full, then like you did it. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, I guess that's good, but it doesn't feel great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you were talking, I was like, that's what, that's how I feel like I, what I've been doing over the past, you know, year or so in my practice is like shifting from like, okay, like the amount of, the amount of times, like in my professional life that I've been like, okay, well I did it. So like, I guess this is good. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like it, according to who? Good, but like, okay. <laughs> this isn't quite what I, what I yeah. like, um, but like, I feel like that's what intensives and the, the consultation about EMDR intensives helps us do. And, and I feel like Christy for, for, um, yeah, I think that's true for, for all of us, that that's what we're helping people do. But I feel like, especially for your, what, the work that you're doing, you're really focusing on that same, that same message with people, mm-hmm. both clinically and with your consultees. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> saying that that means so much um coming from you and yes like I'm all about empowerment like if I would if I would boil down everything I do to one word it's empowerment because I want clients to feel empowered and I want fellow therapists to feel empowered I am so done with that stereotype of the exhausted burned out resentful bitter angry therapist I'm just and and there's just no need for that Um, There is no need at all, especially when what we do is so incredible. It's like, why, why, (laughs) why? And, and, you know, Jennifer, when you were talking about how, because I mean, you are very in demand and you, you are very full. I I know you, you know, that you're, you know, working on (laughs) tweaking that, but, you know, I don't know how you're going to turn all these people away that, that want to work with you. But, um, you know, when you were talking with a a few, uh, a few minutes ago and saying how you were trying to figure out how to fit intensives in, you know, I, I think that that is a, a challenge. And, and I would just say, you know, um, the goal is not to do more. Like I would say yes. to anybody listening, like the goal is not to add more, it's to change. It's to yes. fundamentally shift the quality of your week and, and yes. of your practice by doing less and yes. doing, yes. doing better, not doing more. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that clip of what you just said, like on repeat to remind myself of that all the time. We're going to make um, a of it. We're just going to look at it. <laughs> yes, yes. Because it is totally. And I like, that's totally the goal for me too. And, but it's like, I, I have to, I have to remind myself of that to like in the practice of like shifting out of that mm-hmm. mode. It, I, I always have to keep reminding myself of like, that's not the goal. The goal is not to still feel the same way, to still be working the same way, but you're doing intensives or you're working intensively. It's to shift. And you, you put things into words so beautifully, Christy. Um, <laughs> like it's what you just said that you said better than what I'm going to say right now. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's to, it's to have that for me, it's like to have more space, to have space in my head, space in my week, space in my day, um, to have space to, to, to integrate and to, to process and to, to think and to breathe and, you know, maybe like walk outside. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to you, Jennifer, and what's coming up for me is that, you know, as the two of you, as I've gotten to get to know you, which has been so much fun, um, 
as you guys have been building up, you know, your, your practices and being so innovative and just bringing your own brand and your own expertise to what you're doing, um, and sharing that with others, you know, what really, what really I notice is that your creativity space has increased, right? Oh my God. Like I've watched so much. of you right in the program for the last, what has it been four or five months? And like, just your, your creativity, it's like, it's all there. It just needs space to like come out and be noticed. Yes. And you're both just really innovative business women. I have a lot of respect for you. Right. I mean, you have all these ideas and they're there, but we don't get to even hear ourselves think or like really dive into what's in our heart. If we're like full all the time. Right. Yes. So just, and yes. I, I didn't even think about that as a benefit until I was listening to the two of you talk about and like, think about listening to you the last couple of months. It's like, your creativity has skyrocketed. Totally. And I mean, like before, um, I mean, before this past year, um, maybe even earlier this year, like I, I've always had the idea of like, oh, I want to do consultation groups and I want to do trainings and I want to like, these were like longer term goals. And then I was like, I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> like, I want to do like, I like that idea, but like, I don't know what that looks like. I don't have any ideas. And I, I felt like I had like no creativity anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, which, which felt like something that was like off because I, I feel like I was you know, maybe like before grad school, I was like a very creative person. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> it got lost somewhere along the way. Yeah. And it definitely like, yes, is so much like I have never I probably said this to both of you um, at some point in the past month, like, I have never had so many ideas in my life of like in my professional life of like, ideas for trainings, ideas for consultation groups, ideas of how to do things. And I'm like, I just need time. I just need more yeah. space. I need more time to be able to, to put things into motion. Um, yeah, so that's been, and that's been really, really exciting. So cool. Mm. So cool. And I, and Chris, Dana, from talking to you and our one-on-one -on -one check ins too, that you've, you've been such an idea person recently with all the things you want to do. And it's really cool for me to get to watch you guys have the space to do the things you're excited about because anyone that comes to work with you as a client, anyone that comes to work with you as a consultee, they're going to feel your enthusiasm. Like they're going to feel that you're excited about the thing you're excited about. And then that's going to make them want to do it. Right. And then everybody wins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I want to give the best of me and I, my best. It, it, I need that time. I need that, you know, kind of spaciousness in, in my day. And, and I think, you know, again, we're so indoctrinated to think, um, in terms of like back-to-back -back sessions with no breaks in between or, you know, and that just, that it's almost like shameful to say you don't want to do that or that that doesn't, you know, like you're not going to do that. <laughs> and and I, I think it's important that everyone be able to do whatever it is feels right to them. Like yes. some people want and, and, and like have a, an energy level that allows them to do that. And other people don't, and that's okay. It's, it, it's not about everyone has to, you know, stop what they're doing and, and just do an intensive a week or whatever, you know, it's that everyone gets to do what feels right to them yes. without the guilt and without the, 
the kind of, you know, codependence in our, yes. in our businesses, yes. we, we get to be our, you know, we get to flourish, we get to thrive, we get to have what we want. And I know that is, a, it's a huge motivator for me, because I spent years in my life and in my career, with kind of a negative cognition of I can't get what I want. And, you know, that, that that's no longer true. And, and I really want that to, to be the case for other people as well. Yeah. Uh, We're starting a movement. Like, do you, like, I I love it. I love that. I love that. We're all like business people and we're innovators and we're teachers and we're helpers. And we're part of the algorithm of how this is all going to work out. Like we are considered in that, Right. And I truly believe that whoever, you know, has the privilege of getting to work with y'all, whether it's like branding, (laughs) coaching, or like, you know, consult services or practice building service, whatever they come to work with you for, um, I know and trust that they're going to feel that energy with you and not, because it's not just the content. I mean, I know y'all are so, are so competent, but it's like, it's, it's the attitude, it's the values. Mm-hmm. Right. And I really believe that like we can change just not mental health services for the clients, but we can actually change mental health culture for the therapists. Right. Mm-hmm. If we kind of spread this, this way of thinking and being in um, business building. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I know that um, we talk a lot offline. I'm I'm grateful that y'all came and let me record one of our conversations so that other folks yeah. hear more about what we're up to. Um, if people want to come and work with you, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way to do that? Is it an email, website? Yeah. Um, so my my website um, is simply rewire emdr.com, um, which is a, is a new baby. So it's a work in progress. Um, but coming, coming very soon, maybe, maybe, hopefully we'll see, uh, by the time this podcast is actually airing, um, it will be up and running. Um, well, um, I have a new, um, I am offering a free EMDR intensive essentials, mini like I think it's going to be like right under an hour um course um when you opt in for email list um on my website so hopefully very soon that will be front and center um but if it is not by the time that you get there um if you have it. email me <laughs> um my email is jennifer at simply and that is probably the most reliable way to get a hold of me um but lots of lots of good things to come to the website um in the coming months Oh, it's so exciting. I, I feel like us and like everyone in the program, but I feel like we're all like the aunties of your baby business, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Very exciting. Uh, and Chrissy, how can folks get in touch with you if they're feeling inspired to reach out and, and get more time with you? Yes. So they can just go to my website, christypearl.com. Pretty, pretty simple. <laughs> it is a gorgeous website. Y'all like, oh, everybody in the program is like, Christy's website's amazing. <laughs> Yes. So beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. So christyperl.com. And I would love to 
to connect with anyone who who is interested in in working with me or or sharing sharing themselves with me. Um, love to hear from anyone. Awesome. Well, I just I just appreciate you all as just beautiful humans. So thank you for being you, and thank you for sharing yourself on here. Uh, with everybody. And I'm excited to hear about um, all the good things that are going to come for you all in 2022. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. This has been so awesome. It's such an honor to be here with you and with you, Jennifer, you're such a powerhouse. So thank you. We're we're soul sisters. We're in it. We're in it it now. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. I want to again thank Christy and Jennifer for hanging out with me and for sharing themselves with all of you. I hope the conversation felt helpful to you, inspiring to you as you think about your own clinical services that you might be offering in your practice, uh, how you might be designing your practice to serve you first. And if this is getting you excited um, and you want to come hang out with me in the consultation program, um, it's been a blast to support really innovative thinkers like Christy and Jennifer. We are taking applications now for our September 22 cohort. This is an eight-month program where you're going to learn all about passive income systems, all about uh, setting up therapeutic intensives in your practice, uh, all about creating like group uh, services, whether you want to do clinical consultation groups, um, whether you want to do group coaching, whether you want to do like a hybrid of, you know, curriculum and um, group learning, uh, memberships on subscription, all the things that we're doing here at Zero Disturbance, I am literally pulling back the curtain and just giving it to all my therapy friends. So whether you're an EMDR clinician or a non-EMDR clinician, all therapists are now going to be welcome to join us to redesign their practices and get clinically creative with us uh, in 2022. And I'm very excited about that. So with all that being said, I wish y'all a very happy new year. And um, it's been a wild ride. And if I could wish one thing for you beyond, you know, health and safety is I, I really wish that you will step into what feels good for you next year, um, at least what feels better for you than it has felt the last couple years. Uh, I'm very protective of my community of therapists, and I just want all of us to be held, protected, uh, sustained, and doing that has needed some kind of um, creative solutions <laughs> beyond uh, one-on-one clinical services for many of us, right? So with all that being said, I wish you all the best. Happy New Year, and I'll see you next time. Bye.